Dear listener, welcome on board this week's Train of Thought. I'm Kaylin and today I'm thinking about the art of losing things, then finding them again. Now, I came up with a list of tangible things that people often lose. 1. Your wallet. 2. Your keys. 3. Your phone. 4. Pens. 5. The calculator. And some people might even lose their their, their houses. That is not funny. Anyways, I was thinking, what do all these things have in common? One, they are all objects. And two, most of them, you lose them. Then after a while, they just turn up again. And you find them. But then I thought, hmm, where do lost things go? Because there's this Chinese idiom, it means that, well, it's used to when something goes missing and you're like, what? How, how, how did it fly away if it doesn't have wings? Well, it just did. And then I was thinking, you know Mary Poppins, the new one, the one that with Emily Blunt that came out last year? Yeah, there's a song in that movie called um, The Place Where Lost Things Go. And it's about how things are not really lost, they're just somewhere else. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. But then I thought, how about when you find them? Do they just, like, make their way back? Or do they just stay there? Most likely, the second option, they just stay there and they wait and wait and wait until you figure out where they are and you find them again. And then I was like, Hmm. This is actually really similar to intangible things. So today, I'm going to use this as a, as a learning point. And I'm going to list some examples of intangible things that you can lose, but then find again really easily. So firstly, because this podcast is called Train of Thought, how about when you lose your train of thought? For me, sometimes I'm in the middle of conversations and I'm talking. And then I pause for others to talk. And then I think, wait, what was I going to say again? And then I think and think and think and I realize, oh no, I've lost my train of thought. But then, later on in the conversation, when we've moved on to something completely irrelevant, I suddenly remember what I was going to say. And sometimes I say it again. Just, you know, to get it out because, you know, like a few weeks down the road, it could come up again and I'd be like, oh, I'd missed the perfect opportunity to say this. So I say it and everyone's just like, oh, what? I'm like, oh, yes, that was left over from from our earlier conversation. So you see, it's quite easy. No, it's not quite easy. It's quite difficult to find your train of thought again. But maybe you just need to let time take care of it. Philosophy. So, in conclusion, I think that lose it when you lose your train of thought, the best way to find it again is to let your mind go blank and let your mind wander for a bit. Then you might find it again. You might get be able to get back on it. Wow, perfect analogy. Thank you. Now on to the next section. 
Now next, let's talk about losing your motivation. So, sometimes I just lose my will to do things. For example, I took a really long break from this um, podcast because I lost my motivation to record a new episode, to edit it and to publish it. But then, like yesterday, okay, so I'm filming this, I'm recording this on a Sunday. So yesterday, Saturday, I thought, hmm, I should really get back into this podcast thing. So I did. That's why I'm recording one today. And for, uh, for another example, let's shift our attention to my Duolingo statistics. I have not been on Duolingo for four months. And it can show. It, you can see. Okay, so the only French I remember is Je suis une poulet, which means I am a chicken. Yes, that's one year of Duolingo flat French gone down the toilet. So, it's very easy to lose motivation if you, you know, stop for a while and you just leave it there. But then, the thing about motivation and the thing about motivating yourself is that you, if you push yourself forward and you pick things back up, you can get motivated again quite easily. The most important thing about motivation is that you pick it back up. For example, even though I am not going to go back to Duolingo for, let's say, another two months, I might, in the middle of May, think, suddenly think, hmm, I should go back to Duolingo and start learning French again. And then, because I haven't uninstalled it from my phone, I just go into my phone and I click on the app and I do... Basics 1 in French and I relearn everything. Sounds so fun. Anyways, that's motivation for you. Easy to lose and hard to find again. And now the last thing that we could lose that's intangible that I'm about to talk about is your inner sanity. Now, I know that currently I sound like one of those um, yoga instructors. But your inner sanity is actually really easy to lose and also very hard to get back. But the thing with sanity is that all of us have a little bit of it inside us, even if it's not a lot. And, you know, if like one day you're doing your math homework and you think, oh my gosh, I'm losing my sanity right now. You just need to take a break from math, which is excellent, but make sure it's not like a two-hour long break. So you take a break from math, and you think, hmm, what should I do now to regain my sanity? That's right, you could journal, um, like bullet journaling, I talked about that. You could eat. I love food. You could play with your pet, if you have one. You could read my personal favourite, or you could watch TV, another one of my personal favourites. And within that watch TV category, you could watch YouTube, um, traditional TV, Netflix, you know, or you could just drink a cup of tea. 
yeah so you know sometimes sometimes yes we lose our sanity but if we take the right steps and we take care of ourselves we can gain it back and also speaking of taking care of ourselves everyone please try and stay at home as much as possible so you take care of yourselves and your loved ones make sure you wash your hands the proper surgical way um if you don't know what i'm talking about go look at yesterday's google doodle because there's a very engaging animation about it and yeah with this we can flatten the curve and stop the spread of covid19 Okay, finally, let's find our way back to our longest-running segment on this podcast, which is four episodes. I've been doing this for four episodes, and I'm not about to stop. Okay, so now it's time for a train fact. Fun fact, the total area of contact between train wheels and the rail is a little larger than one silver dollar. Although, I'm not actually quite sure what they mean by one silver dollar. Maybe one Spanish dollar? Mm, but I've never seen one of those before. I've only heard of them. So really, I don't know how much how much, like, how much, much like, space that actually is. Anyways, that's really cool. I think, you know, like, trains, their wheels, like, turn really fast. And they look, some, some trains levitate because they're, like, electromagnetic trains uh i don't know what i'm talking about you know what i'm i'm going to find the train of thought now oh yeah as i was saying that's really cool and yeah that's this week's train fact anyways that's enough of talking to a mic for today thank you for listening and see you on board next week for another episode of train of thought p.s keep yourself safe Please.